Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To help us deliver the eulogy for the Eagles, a friend who never holds back and, in fact, specializes in uncomfortable radio, John Kincaid, who's getting ready for his own show on 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia, dealing with snow. Hello. Yeah, well, they told us we were getting like two inches. We ended up probably like four, five, six, depending on where you are, and it is a mess out there this morning. Ooh. But I don't think anybody's thinking about it. <laughs> I think everybody's thinking about the mess they saw last night down in Tampa, mm. which was absolutely a disgrace, Amy. What happened? How do they go from 10-1 and one to that disaster? Well, I think what happened is 10-1 is and one was a bit of a mirage, but when you beat Buffalo, and you beat Dallas, and you beat Miami, and you beat Kansas City. It's not like you were just getting lucky, and it was just, you know, you were a bad team that was winning these games. Uh, I think at some point there was a severe disconnect, and from what I'm hearing from people who cover the team on a daily basis, I'm not reporting, that the, there was a big disconnect between the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback, Jalen Hurts, uh, as far as what offense they wanted to run, how they wanted to do it, and uh, I believe that the head coach fell on the sword for the inexperienced offense coordinator in Brian Johnson, who somehow is getting head coaching interviews. I have no idea what these NFL teams are watching if they're interviewing the Eagles offensive coordinator because he was responsible for calling the plays. He was responsible for feel of the game. And last night, Troy Aikman literally took apart Nick Sirianni and this coaching staff with his analysis, I thought it was very fair. I thought it was one of the best color analyst jobs I've ever heard on a, a, a game of that magnitude. When you think about the identity, and we've heard that word a bunch with the Eagles, what is the best fit for them? Because last year it was running the ball and stopping the run, but that's not what they were able to do this season. No, I think they were pass happy. I think Nick Sirianni, remember, remember when Nick Sirianni started with the Eagles, he was, he was calling the plays for the first seven games of the 2021 season with Jalen Hurts. He was having him pass 40, 50 times a game. It was stupid. It was ridiculous. And then he turned over play calling to Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen takes over. They go 9-8. and eight. They were run heavy, like two-thirds run, and they make the playoffs that year. Then, last year, of course, they go to the Super Bowl with Steichen, with Gannon, and he lost his coordinators. And honestly, the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> Nick, Siri- Nick, Nick Sirianni's been exposed. Without, without solid coordinators, without coordinators that were ready for it. And I blame the organization, though, in a way that they allowed that they went with two inexperienced uh, defensive and offense coordinators that I think cost this team. Not to mention the fact 
that they doubled down on old Amy, and it's something that the Eagles never did in the past, never did under Andy Reid, never usually do under Howie Roseman. They doubled down all the guys they were bringing in this offseason mm. that they were bringing back were all guys above the age of 30. That was not the organization's philosophy for a hell of a long time. And for some reason, I think they went with the nostalgia tour thinking, we were tied in the Super Bowl with 30 seconds to go. We, we're just going to roll it back, and this thing's going to work. They didn't realize everybody's going everybody's to adjust to you, and your two new coordinators were not up to the challenge. So where do they start? Oh, I think they start with a head coach. I really do. <gasps> and it's going to sound crazy. It's it is. Sound crazy. It is but crazy. I got, but I, I got to tell you right now, I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. And so this is just me. This is just my opinion. This is the uncomfortable part. I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. Because when you have a 10-1 football team, and you have the talent that the Eagles have on that roster, and you see a collapse of 1-6 down the stretch, and you weren't even competitive, Honestly, in th- for like four of your last six games, to me, that is absolutely inexcusable. And I would start with the head coach, and I would have no problem seeing them move on. And I believe a complete house cleaning of the coaching staff is necessary. And I have no, no doubt they would be able to attract a top-notch candidate who would look at the roster and say, wait a minute, I got A.J. Brown, I got Devontae Smith, I got Jalen Hurts, I got uh, Dallas Goddard. Oh, I can win with this team. And I think that's the big deal. John Kincaid, are you serious? So take away the fact that he was a brand-new head coach. They they made the playoffs all three seasons. They went yes. to the Super Bowl. Yep. Maybe he made some poor hires. Okay, so you – I mean, I'd, I'd never like the Matt Patricia hire. But whatever, he made some poor hires. You seriously would take all of that and chuck it out the window? I would absolutely do so, except none of the – windows in this building open they, because and, it's, and that's very lucky on a day like this because there'd be people out on the ledges amy yes oh. because amy my mom my mom taught me something as and 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 taught me a life lesson that i've tried to follow she says when you make a mistake fix it when you make a mistake when you have an error fix it don't keep thinking oh i you know it'll get better it'll just rip off the band-aid fix the mistake you'll it'll be more painful in the immediate, yes. but it'll be less painful in the long term. And I truly believe, I do not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. The man speaks in Dick Sporting Goods t-shirt slogan. <laughs> he had no answers. He has a 10 and one team. He's your, you know what Nick Sirianni is? is he's, he's supposed to be an offensive like guy. That's the guy they brought in here to be the head coach. When, when his play calling, when the play calling by Brian Johnson was terrible and the offense wasn't working, Nick Sirianni, I described it the other day. He was sitting in seat 11A, and Brian Johnson is the pilot, and it's not, and he's passed out, and the plane's going to go. And they say, is anyone on here a pilot? And Nick Sirianni sat there in row 11A, and he just sits and looks and goes, oh, no, I can't take the wheel, because I believe if he had taken the wheel and he had started calling plays, he would have driven them right into the Andes faster. They would have went into the mountains much faster. So morbid. It's macabre, very macabre. It was a movie I just saw, though, where I just saw about a a plane going into the Andes. (laughs) Nice. It's the only thing I got for you this morning. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio and John Kincaid, who's clearly fired up, which is good because he's going to need that to handle the Fuhrer in Philly uh, on this Tuesday morning. Okay, so after Nick Sirianni, whether that happens or doesn't, what about personnel? What about the roster would you address? Well, I think that it's clear from post-game comments 
that it would appear that Jason Kelsey, barring a, a major miracle, is walking away. He's going to retire. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, players were, uh, Coach Sirianni, uh, Jalen Hurts, and others giving tributes in the locker room to what kind of a leader Jason Kelsey is. So I got a weird feeling that we're going to see Jason you know, hang him up. Uh, I would guess TD is his next stop. Um, and, hmm. and to me, though, other than that, they're, they're, they they got to make a few moves. They're going to have to they're going to have to make a few decisions. But they've got to they have so many spots in this roster that are actually fixed, that are actually okay. That I don't think it's going to be a problem if they bring in a competent head coach and some coordinators who know what they're doing. When this team had two guys who now coach in Indianapolis and Arizona as their coordinators, mm-hmm. again they were tied in the Super Bowl with 30 seconds to go with almost the exact same roster and so to me that's a little crazy that it fell off as much as it did cj gardner johnson was a loss uh that they let him go and then he ends up getting injured that was a loss uh to this team but they didn't lose that much and 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 james bradbury i honestly i i'd pay for the movers I honestly, I'm offering right now. I'll pay for the movers because it was a horrible contract to sign. And I'm not doing 2020 hindsight. I said it at the time. I didn't want to go into the season with the oldest cornerback combo in the NFL. And they signed Slay and Bradbury to extensions last offseason after that Super Bowl. Both in their 30s, I thought it was a mistake. We have put this poll up on our Twitter. We've been talking about it because we're hearing that Bill Belichick interviewed in Atlanta. And for the life of me, and I'm not being snarky, I don't know why he would take that job unless they've offered him complete autonomy. But you've got Belichick, you've got Harbaugh, Pete Carroll maybe wants to coach again, and then you've also got Mike Vrabel among veteran coaches. Any one of those be a fit? Oh, you never know. I mean, you know, it's it's the Eagles tend to hire a guy who's a first-time head coach. <laughs> Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, uh, Chip Kelly, um, uh, Nick Sirianni. So that tends to be their slogan, you know, what they go with. They want a guy that they can have a modicum of control over. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Howie Roseman is going to bring in some power broker that is going to dictate things. And to that Atlanta thing with Bill Belichick, I can tell you this, and you know from a long history of covering that team, talking about that team for right. a living when I lived in the South, I have no idea why Bill Belichick yeah, would work for Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank is one of the most meddlesome owners in the NFL. He's a guy that used to have his head coach have to take opportunities to go and have meetings with him to talk about game plans and things like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, meddlesome ownership. And if Bill Belichick is willing to do that at this point in time, I'd be absolutely surprised. Agreed. Oh, so if it's not the Eagles, though, among those four, uh, who do you think you would take? Let's just say we're talking about, I don't know, another team, the Seattle. Well, well the, not Pete well, Carroll. The, but. The, guy, the, guy who fit, the guy who fits Philly most of all would be Jim Harbaugh. That, that, that's the guy who I think fits. He would have no problem handling this city, and he'd have no problem doing it. And by the way, Nick Sirianni did not have a problem handling the city. But again, the dude speaks in fortune cookies. Uh, I mean, he, he just is like, it, 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 it's, it's like Ted Lasso, and I've called him Ted Lasso before. I said, that's his whole thing. It's, it's feel good, motivating. And look, when he has competent coordinators, he can be the Bobby Bowden type the last 15 years of Bobby Bowden where he's the cheerleader, he's the administrator, he's the rah-rah guy. You can do that. But when the team needs answers and things mm. need to be fixed, 
your head coach has to be ready to answer the call, and he was clearly not up to the challenge. Right. It's a, a ver- veritable explosion in Philadelphia this morning. So find John on Twitter at John <laughs> Kincaid, K-I-N-C-A-D-E. Our longtime friend, well, my longtime yes. friend, uh, now with 97.5 The Fanatic, uncomfortable radio at its finest. I can't miss this show. Excited. Thank you so much oh, for a coming. couple of minutes. Oh, I know. <laughs> See you, Amy. Take Bye. care. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.